This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parashas Pinchas Tavshin Pei. Parashas Pinchas takes off right where it left off last week's parasha with the terrible Avera being done by Zimri and by Cosby. And Pinchas kills Zimri and he kills Cosby. Hashem is so happy with Pinchas. Hashem speaks to Moshe and right in the beginning of the parasha he says, Lachain, therefore Emor, say to Pinchas, I'm giving him my bris of shalom. Explains Rashi, what does that mean? As if somebody who wants to show his, his thankfulness to somebody who did him a favor. Afkan here as well, Hashem wants to show him his feelings of friendship. That's how happy he was with Pinchas. And what's the reward? Says in Olam. He's going to go and become a Kohen. Him and his children, descendants after him, will be Kohanim. Rabbi Yitzhak Velazhar wants to know why is it that Hashem tells Moshe, Lachain Emar, go and tell Pinchas this will be his reward. If Pinchas did such a fabulous thing, why didn't Hashem convey it to Pinchas directly? Okay, of course, you're not going to speak pale pet to Pinchas. But through Ruch HaKodesh, why can't he tell Pinchas what his reward will be? Why did he go through Moshe? If Pinchas did such a great thing, why didn't he at least get that, that Hashem should tell directly? He explains to Yitzhak Velazhner that Hashem had, on Moshe Rabbeinu's level, a criticism of Moshe, a taina of Moshe. Moshe, why did Pinchas stand up for my honor and not you? Where were you? Pinchas went and he put his life in danger to stand up for me. Why did you do the same? And again, speaking on Moshe Rabbeinu's level, Hashem therefore conveyed his, his criticism of Moshe in a very subtle way. He says, Moshe, tell Pinchas how proud I am of him, of what he did. Tell him the great reward he's getting because of what he did. Through that, Moshe will understand that he himself should have done that thing. What an amazing lesson this is for us. So many times we are presented with opportunities of greatness, opportunities to do great things. We'll never know if we don't take those opportunities. We won't get punished for not doing it. But we definitely won't get that reward for doing such great things. There's a Batkaner, a famous Batkaner of Jensen Schwartz. I remember once he said over how at 10 years old his father passed away. He was a Yasum at 10. And a few years later, he got married, and he moved to America. He moved to New York. He barely knew two words of English. And he came here, tried to get a job. His job paid him very little. And in order to make sure he can pay his rent and not get kicked out of his apartment, he would go after davening from shul to shul collecting, collecting stock and snoring money before he would go to work to make sure he had enough money at least to pay the rent. But of course, that's not what he wanted to do. He felt that he had the kaifas, the potential, and the ability, and the talent to be a batchin. A batchin by a simcha, by a chasna, to make it a joyous affair, and to sing the psukim at the end of a chasna for the chasna and the kala. But of course, he didn't speak English, no one knew who he was, and he didn't have that opportunity to get into the business. One day he was collecting in a shul after davening, and one of the other mashalachim there said, listen, you're collecting here, there's a guy in the side of the shul named Shlomi Gross. 
go over to him, he's a big Baal a big Baal Chesed, and he'll give you some money. So, Yenison Schwartz goes over to the person, and he sees Shlomi Gross, Shlomi Gross looks at him and says, yes, what can I do for you? And he still tells him his story, I'm here, I'm working, I can barely cover my rent. So Shlomi Gross puts his hand in his pocket to take out some money to give him. Yenison Schwartz gently puts his hand on his fellow's arm, and he says, listen, I appreciate you going to give me something, but I want something more than money. He looks and says, you want something more than money? What, what, what could you want? He tells him his whole story. He says, I know it could be a batrin, but I need someone to believe in me. I need someone to give me the opportunity. So Shlomi Gross, with his large heart, says, you know what? Tell me a joke. Let me hear. They went to the side, outside the shul, and Yancey Schwartz told him his best joke. And his best batchanis, but he was so nervous, he was so shy, he didn't come out very well. But as Avianshin Schwartz said later, he said, I saw through his eyes that he saw the pain in my heart. And he looks at me and says, you know what, tomorrow night I am making a Sheva Brachas for a friend of mine's child. Why don't you come by and do your stuff there, and I'll take care of you. I was so excited, he said. He spent, he didn't go to work that day, he spent that whole day and the whole next day preparing for his first opportunity to be a Batkin. It wasn't a chasna, it was a Sheva Brachas in a house, but this was his opportunity. He spent the whole day preparing. That next evening, he comes into the to the house for the Sheva Brachas, and as soon as Shlomi Gros sees him, he gets up, he goes over to him, he gives him a hug, gives him a place to sit down, you want something to eat? He says, no, he doesn't want to eat, he was so nervous, he was a bundle of nerves. He says, look, you sit down, calm yourself, when you're ready, you'll let me know. A few minutes later, he looks at Shlomi Gross, he tells him, I'm ready. Shlomi Gross gets up, he says, okay, everybody, and now we're going to have the pleasure of hearing from the world-famous Batkin, the none other than the famous Yenison Schwartz. And he starts clapping, and everyone starts clapping. He gets up, and he put on a masterful performance. He was just so, so, so much confidence he got from Shlomi Gross that he put on a great performance. And after that, every time... Shlomi Gross would hear someone's making a chasna, a simcha, a sheva brachas, a parlamik, something. So he got to hire my friend, Yenison Schwartz. And it didn't take long for his name and career to take off. And today he's a, actually the famous Batrim, Yenison Schwartz. But as he said later, Shlomi Gross could have put his hand in his pocket and given me a dollar like everybody else. He could have been generous to give me $18. He could have been fabulously generous to give me $100. Instead, he gave me something so much greater. He believed in me. He gave me my life. Shlomi Gross could have, Gross could have gone and given me $100, and he would have done a tremendous chesed. And no one could have faulted him for anything. Yet he went. He went out of his way. He did so much for me. He gave me life itself. And that is something that we can all do. When we're presented with opportunities, the question is, how are we going to react? Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.